to my podcast, it's a spell of facts And I know you're tuning in to get your day on track Cause it's fella, 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 Welcome to my podcast, it's a spell of facts And I know you're about to download and let them know That it's fella, 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 facts Yeah, yeah Hey What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Felifax, and uh, I got a story to tell y'all today. We're going to talk about why I left New York, and this story is, uh, I just even feel, ooh, it's going to be an emotional story, and uh, you know, I don't I don't really share this story with too much, but I am getting tired of everyone asking me in LA, like, yo, why you left New York? Now I'm going to pull up this podcast, like, it's going to say, why I left New York, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, Basically, I left New York because when I was 23, a man followed me home from the train station and he attacked me with trying to rape me. I'm sorry, like it's just, it's still so hard to talk about. I mean, I don't know if it's still so hard. It's like, I'm not afraid to talk about it. It's just like... I just get emotional because it was a very, like, devastating, depressing time. Like, like I didn't even know I was depressed. That's how much I'm not, like, a sad person. Like, I didn't know how to be depressed. I was like, yo, it was just a situation where I wasn't, like, bouncing back from overnight. I wasn't getting over it. I wasn't, like, I couldn't ignore it, what was wrong with me. Like, it's just, like, this man came... And just fucked up my whole shit for like a whole minute. Like my mind state was just, I was insane. So now, like, I just want to tell you like how it all went down, basically. I don't know if I'm like far away from the mic right now. But uh, yeah, so basically, I went out to the city and I went to some party for some celebrity with my homegirl. And, you know, I, I just, I, that night was just a weird-ass night. Like, I didn't even really feel like going out. I just went out just to go out. Like, I still, I wasn't even in a good mood. I just went because I wanted to be out. And uh, when I went out, we left the party a little early, too. Like, in New York City, you know, 11.30. I think I left at, like, 11.30. I was like, nah, I'm going to go home. And, like, you know the party's just starting then. I was just, I was trying to be out already. So, I'm waiting for, like, the F train and the F train's not even right. I think we were, like, in Essex in the city. And I live in Queens. And so that was about to be a little ride. Not a crazy ride. I don't live deep in Queens. I live in Elmhurst, Queens at the time. But it wasn't, like, deep. I don't... Elmhurst is not super deep in Queens. So, like, we wait in, like, an hour for the F train. And the F train... And you know what night in NYC, the... The trains be fucked up by night. Once it hits around 11, 12, it be, like, mad slow. They not coming. It's all fucked up. So we waited an hour till finally someone comes down saying, oh, the train's not running. <laughs> and we're like, okay, it's a dub for that. So me and my homegirl, we take a cab to uh, 42nd Street because I was like, you know, 42nd Street is the stop where everyone can actually meet at so they can go their separate ways. So she didn't live in Queens. She lives in a different place. So she took her train or bus to wherever she had to go. And I took the train. I was trying to take the train to Queens. But the E-train, and I'm only saying this part because we need to understand because the incident happened at like 
four or five in the morning. I want to explain how I ended up outside at that time. Because I don't be out in the street in Elmhurst. Because you know it gets hot at night at Elmhurst. Like, I know Elmhurst doesn't sound like a fucking dangerous-ass part. But, like, it definitely is at night. Like, it's just not popping in the news like that. But if you live there, you know what's up. So, basically, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the... You gotta take the E or the 7 train. So... The 7 train wasn't running, and the 7 train is the, normally the train I take because it stops right by my crib, but the other train is the R train. It just stopped a little farther out than what I want to walk. So the E train and shit took mad long to come, and then it came, and then you had to wait for that shit to... Once it comes, now you waited for it to come, now you got to wait for it to like get in motion, like another 30. So we pushing on 3 o'clock in the morning now. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning till the train fight kicks off. So I don't get home till like about 4-ish, a little after 4-ish, 4.30-ish. I start getting off the train. I get off the train, and I'm at Broadway and 90th. Like, y'all know where that's at, the little Chinese area across the street. So I, um, you get off the train... And, you know, there's mad hobos at the train stop, mad drunk people. You know how it is at night. But then I, I, I really never been out in Elmhurst that late at night, yo. I never really been out. Like, walking around my neighborhood that late by myself, never. Never. Never did that in my life till that day it's because of the train. So, I just decided, I just start walking to the train. I'm walk. I mean, walking around the corner to my block or whatever. I live, like, three or four blocks away from the train station. So I see a man with like plaid shorts staggering walking towards me. So you know ladies when you see like a weird bruh walking towards you, or you just don't feel like this nigga's gonna this nigga's just gonna be annoying and try to talk to you, you cross the street. So basically that's what I did. I crossed the street, I look over my shoulder and I see the guy get to the corner and he turns. I'm like, alright, I'm good. So you think you clear, like oh, okay, he's not gonna leave me bother me. So at this point I put my headphones on. Mind you, I probably, that was probably a mistake. One of the red flags. I should not have probably put my headphones on. So I'm walking towards my house. And like now, it like takes me like a few minutes to walk there. Let's say a 10-minute walk. So now I'm actually on my block uh, on Glean Street. I'm on my block on Glean Street. And I live on the opposite corner I'm just uh, of where I was at. So I just turned the corner and I'm just walking down Glean Street trying to get to the other end of the block. All of a sudden, I just hear like footsteps, like like they're hitting the ground super hard, like running. I'm like, who the fuck is running this late at night, yo? So I took my headphones off and I look over my shoulder and it's a man, right? And then get this, it's the man I realized very quickly it's the man with the plaid shorts. And I'm like, what the fuck? In my head, I'm looking like, why was, is that the guy? And it, I knew it was the guy from the train set. I literally just told y'all, like, I crossed the street and I saw him turn the corner. I'm like, yo, he had to been running for a minute to catch up with me. They're like, this is not a joke. Like, he literally was running. When I turned over my shoulder, he stopped. And, like, we caught eye contact. And I just felt the vibe. Something's not right. Something, what the fuck is going on? And, like, once I looked at him, I straight up start, like, just running. I start running. 
And once I start running, this nigga started running too right after me. You just hear, I hear him boom, 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 running. And then, boom, punched me in my face. Like, he literally, he jumped on my back and just like, pop, 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 punched me in my face. And I fall to the ground. And like now he's like on top of me, punching me in my head, the back of my head, my back. And then he flips me over and he starts, and at, at this point I'm screaming for help, you know, I'm screaming for someone to come help me, you know, and he screams at me, he's like, he screams at me to shut the fuck up. And then he puts his hands under my, my skirt. I had a skirt on. And it wasn't like a short skirt. It was like a skirt that came up to my knees. But he put his hands under my skirt. And he starts trying to pull my underwear. I'm a little bit dizzy from getting punched in the face mad times. And so, I'm, but I'm still conscious. I'm like holding on. Like, yo, what? I'm trying to comprehend what's happening to me. And he starts putting his hands under my skirt, trying to, like... And I feel him put his hands, like, on the... Try to put his hands on the lips of my pussy, trying to, like... He's he's literally trying... I think he was about to try to finger me or something like that. And, like, in the midst of all that, that little split second, like, I'm thinking, like, yo, okay... He's about to rape me. He's trying to rape me. Like, he's not trying to rob me. He's trying to rape me. And I'm, like, really, once I started realizing it, it's, like, I'm, like, thinking, like, you know, maybe what if I just, because he's already told me to shut the fuck up. And I don't know if he has a weapon or anything like that. I'm still dizzy. My glasses flew off at this point. I don't even see what he really looks like up close. Everything's just blurry. And I'm just, like, I'm not even... I'm screaming and I'm screaming for someone. Someone help me. Someone help me. And like nothing. Nothing. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do, yo? And he, I just like, you know, I see why women like, get raped I understand now why like at the time you know you don't really understand like why women get raped like how the fuck but when it's like this like niggas beating you the fuck up you just like just rape me just do it and just leave me alone because you don't really have any options it's either just let this man rape me or let this man kill me which one are you going to choose and you have to make a split decision right there you know? So I made a decision. I stopped screaming for help. And I was like, you know, I thought about it. And like in 30 seconds, I'm like thinking like, yo, what if I let him rape me and kill me? What's going to happen with my family? The, and the worst part, I'm right in front of, now I'm right in front of my building. I'm dead ass in front of my building and all this shit is, I'm right there. I'm almost home. I'm Now I'm in front of the building and all this shit is happening to me, right? So I finally, like, just, like, said, fuck it. 
I'm gonna fuck you up. Fuck it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You not. A, I'm like sticking to it. Like yo, you. This man is not about to rape me. So I start swinging, and when I start swinging, yo, this nigga swung in my face again. That just shook. Had me shook at first. So I was like, you know what? I don't got no choice. Or he's gonna really. He's really trying to rape me right now. Like he's like holding on to my shirt, trying to take my shirt off and shit. And I'm dead ass like nah, like I'm like kicking, I'm punching, I'm punching, and kid, he punched me back like two more times in my stomach. I was just like, I was not gonna shut the fuck up. I was like, you gonna this in my mind? I was like, he's gonna get the fuck off me. I'm not getting raped. I'm not gonna be on the news like Felicita Bermudez has been raped. Da 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 da. Twenty three year old woman dead. Like that was not about to be me. It be me. It was gonna be this motherfucker got fucked up by a girl. And that's exactly how it went the fuck down. Like, I was not about to be a l- let this man rape me. I just could not let... I wasn't... He- Luckily, I fought the guy off. And um, in the midst of us fighting, he just jumped off me and started screaming at me. All right, all right, I'm going to get off. Just get away. I'm going to get away from you. And he runs off. And I just jump up from the ground. And I run back into my building. Like, girl, I run so fast into back into my... I break... You know... The building doors, you know, if you live in like a busted building, the building doors always be broken and shit. And this night, this shit don't want to be broken. I literally had to break the, just pull the door open. I just pulled it open. I had so much adrenaline going and running through my body. Like I didn't even like put the key in the building door. I just wah, ripped that shit open and I ran into my my apartment. And luckily, that night, my mother just happened to be visiting that weekend, visiting me. And I opened my my door, and I'm screaming at the top of my, my lungs. All I could say is, Mommy! And you, it echoes throughout the whole fucking building. And uh, I just pass out on the floor in my house. I just pass out. And my mom's like, my mom comes out like looking like Aunt Jemima. And she's just like, what? She got no glasses. She's like, what's going on? What? What? Like my scream was so loud. Like she didn't even have to like, like I didn't have to like wake her up. She just jumped out the bed in shock too. And I was like, you know, I never do anything like that. So my mom calls the police and I should have to run back outside because that same day I just bought new glasses. So I ran back outside because, I, like I said, this nigga knocked my glasses off. So I was looking for my glasses. Luckily, they were still out there. And um, I calmed down. You know, we let our friends and family know what happened to me. Everyone came out. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. Like This is such a hard story to tell. But, you know, like, like I said, like, so my family came, and, uh, it was just, you know, I'm glad that I had so much support, and then, like, luckily, everything was recorded, like, this nigga, the fight was recorded, him following me was recorded, my building, luckily, just had fucking cameras installed, and, uh, I don't know why motherfuckers trying to text me right now. The hell? But yeah, so we had cameras installed in the building and 
they recorded the whole thing and my, my papa's the super of the building so we were able to catch everything him finally like and he's friends with the other building supers around my block so they also have videos of him following me for a minute like he been following me like it was like he knew i was gonna cross the street he been following me from the train and then you just see him trying to catch up running from block to block like little by little trying to catch up to me and it, it's so scary to watch but you know, they catch the guy two weeks later. You know, everyone in the neighborhood really participated. They had signs all over my blog, like, looking for this fucking guy and shit. Like, and then I ended up on the news. Like, that had me, like, I couldn't believe. Like, I just couldn't believe this was happening to me. Once I saw it on the news, I was like, yo, this is, like, insane. And they're, like, 20 years. You could probably Google it still. Um, just Google, like, Elmhurst, 23-year-old woman attacked or some shit it's like it'll pop up like and it's just i don't know how to feel like i'm not embarrassed i'm just like yo i can't believe that happened to me so yeah um i ended up having to go to court two months later because supposedly he in court what happens is even if you have a i have a fucking video clearly him following me a video and it's like the video he's attacked other women before me they all have they need someone to come to court and say a testimony no one comes out and says a testimony he's gonna go right back out in the street and you know me i bust up in that bitch like oh hell to the no no like i was not about to like like i couldn't even after that shit happened to me yo i couldn't even be out side in the dark without fucking crying i still had a full-time job i still had going to school full-time me and my taking care of my sister and i'm just like my nigga what the fuck like my mind state was insane like it was all over the place and then they called me saying oh they about to let him back out in the street because you don't want to testify and i'm like what oh no 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 so i pulled up in court said the story all over again about what happened and the other girls didn't want to testify i don't know why the other girls didn't want to testify but basically they only call him because of me because i went so fucking hard trying to like oh nah you're not gonna get away with it the other girls he attacked three people before me one of them he did rape one of them he robbed and another girl he like had a gunpoint he was like holding a gun to her face luckily like i guess i must have been the only one like like, ready to, like, oh, nah, I'm gonna fuck you up. Nah, nah, this is not, this is not what we about to do. But, you know, I don't wish that shit on nobody. Because that shit had me, I did not bounce back from it right away. Like, people think, like, luckily, I did not get raped. But that's not the case for all women that experience this type of thing. Like, not everyone has the type of story where they fight back. Because, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen to you. Like, I was scared that he was going to kill me, but you got to be okay. Are you okay with knowing that you might die? Not everyone's okay with that. I'm okay with that. I was okay with it. That was the thing. Like, you know what? At least I know I'm going to die with a fight. Like, it's not going to be easy. Like, and not every woman is okay with that. Like, so it's, it, and it's scary. Like, I was scared. You're scared as fuck. It's like, once you realize... I think that's what my no one's coming to help you is is the crazy part. But yeah, so 
you know, I went to court and uh, he got sentenced 15 years in jail. Like, I had to do the lineup and everything. It was like a fucking movie, yo. Like, that I was like, is he one, two, three, or four? I'm like, four, nigga. Like, I, I didn't even, you know what's great? I didn't really see him like that. It was blurry. But, like, just the stature, I remembered the stupid-ass pants he had on. He went to jail with the stupid-ass plaid shorts. So I recognized the fucking pants right away. But, yeah, yo, like, then it was, like, the aftermath was just, I was just not a very tolerable person to be around. Like, I don't even know how my sister used to put up with me. Like, I definitely was a bitch. I was not a fun person to be around. I didn't go out for months. Like, I would cry. I would be, I don't even, I was hated to go to work. I had to go to work because I had bills and I had to go to school because I was like, I wanted to graduate. I only had one more year. But to start off the year like that was like, I didn't even want to do anything. I didn't want to be at work. I was a horrible worker. Like, I don't even know how I still have my job at Macy's. Like, I worked at Queen Center Mall, Macy's. Like, I don't even know how they didn't fire me. <laughs> they, they just put up with me. They must have really liked me at the end of the day or they knew what had happened to me too. So I was just really depressed. Like, I ain't never been depressed in my life. Like, I've been through breakups, but I get over it. Like, I, I don't stay mad. I don't hold bad blood towards people. But this was different. Like, I needed fucking justice. I needed people to know, like, yo, this happened to me, and it needs to never happen again and to me or anyone else. That's just how I felt. But it was just such a traumatic experience. Like, I just, I just, I was so depressed. Like, my, it was showing through my body. Like, I was so skinny. My face had so many pimples. I never had so many pimples. I never really have crazy pimples like that. I had, like, so many pimples due to no one understood how stressed I really was. I never secluded myself so much because I was trying to figure out, like, why. Like, I would pray every night. Like, I wanted to know why that happened to me. I, it was, like, that was the biggest question of, my life at that time was like, why did that happen to me? Like, I would pray. I would like, God, can you please tell me why that happened to me? Why did that happen to me? Like, it's just so random. A guy, I lived in my neighborhood all my life, and today's the day some nigga want to rape me out of nowhere, you know? And I just, I just always wanted to know why that happened. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, because if that never happened, I would have never pushed myself to leave and go to New York, like, that's why I left, I couldn't live on my block no more, like, it just wasn't the same, I, I'd be so, I was getting flashbacks, someone touched my shoulder, like, just tap it, like, even to this day, sometimes I jump, or, like, I just act crazy, like, a lot of people think I'm mean, or I'm too serious, and I'm standoffish, but it's just, like, I don't trust nobody no more after that experience, after that experience, like, I don't trust Men especially, like, I just feel like it definitely changed my perception on men. Definitely changed a whole lot. Like, I just don't trust men too much. I just feel uncomfortable. And sometimes it's very, it's been, my dating life has has been, like, extremely dry because of me. Like, because I don't really, don't think I put much of an effort into my dating life anymore. Like, I used to. Not at all. Like, I just, like, I 
I meet someone and I think I like them, but then I just, I think I kind of self-sabotage because I just been trying to figure out if I'm ready to even like emotionally ready to do that for someone because I also did not want to be a burden to them and put my demons on them, you know, and a lot of people don't take that into consideration because people don't deserve my darkness, you know, that's something I need to work on. And, you know, however, how long it takes, then that's what it is, you know, but I feel like it's, it happened when I'm 20, when I was 23, I'm 28 now, and I'm a lot happier now, like, I'm totally, like, I'm over it, you know, it's still, I always will remember, like, that was one of the most horrible years of my life, like, it it, it went on for, like, it was a horrible time. But you grow from it. And, like, trauma is not an easy thing to deal with, you know. (laughs) You know, like, till this day, I'm still sometimes afraid to be in the dark. But, you know, it's not like I I was determined, though, to not let this incident control my life stop me from living my life or and you know prevent me prevent me from getting to the next level like it doesn't define me and you know I don't want people to be sad you know for me because I'm okay and you know if I could beat up a fucking rapist I could get through anything you know and that's just how I it, it definitely made me stronger mentally and physically, like, I just feel like, you know, not to be so naive. And I'm just, it just really changed my whole life to the point that I needed to change my life. That's why I left. I left because I wanted to be happy. And I wasn't happy in New York anymore. And another thing was that I also felt like, you know, my family and my friends did not want to address what happened to me. Like, it was like it happened and everyone just went on about their lives and I was still stuck there. And it was hard for me because I was still stuck in the fight with the guy. It felt like, it was like, the only way I got through it, I'm not even gonna lie to nobody, episode two of the... Of the Airbender girl, the Cora, the the legend, Airbender Cora, episode two, that was me for years. I would watch that episode and study that episode for years because she screams in the episode about how a crazy. She says a a crazy man attacks me and now I'm incapable of doing anything, and that shit just spoke volumes to me. Like I was in Comic Con when I saw that shit with my uncle. And I fuck, I had like a anxiety attack at, at Comic Con, and because um, I wasn't like I kind of kept trying to act like I was trying to act like nothing was wrong, but I was trying to hang with the family and stuff, trying to do get back into things again. But like I knew something was wrong with me, and like no one was under like trying to take that into consideration or understand or like I didn't even understand you know it's nobody's fault though but it's like I just felt like nobody wanted to address it they just wanted to be okay it's over move on and it's like it it didn't work like that I was trying but it just it just didn't work like that you know something happened to me mentally after that incident I totally changed I just changed after that I wasn't the same 
And I did not know how to cope with anything. It was just like I started having anxiety. I was being stressed. It was like all this shit was new to me. Like I never knew I could feel these things. And it's like now I don't know how to control it, whatever I'm feeling. And so that's why the only way I felt like I could get control again was if I left. Because I couldn't hear my thoughts anymore. I couldn't hear myself. I just kept hearing, like I kept remembering the, the guy attacking me. Every time I walked out my building, every time I was standing in the dark in New York, I just kept thinking about that guy. I just kept thinking, oh, what if someone, I'm looking left and right, acting like a psycho. I'm like a fucking owl, owl, spinning my neck around, watching everybody. Like, it was the most, I was just paranoid, and I couldn't do it anymore. I just needed to get out of New York. You know, I just needed to get out and just start fresh so I can have peace of mind again. Because I definitely just lost my mind. It was just a hard time. It was just a really hard time, and I didn't know how to cope with it unless I left because I knew nobody could help me once again. I think that's that was what was killing me. You couldn't help me. No one could help me when that guy attacked me, and no one can help me mentally. Only I can do it, and it just was, like, killing me. It was like, fuck it, then I'm going to just go out into the world and do it myself and see what else happens. If I could do all that shit by myself, then you know what? I can go to California and do it by myself because if I could get over all this shit, why can't I just make it in a different place by myself? I can do anything. Like, that's really what the type of attitude I was on after all that shit happened. Like, I was determined to get over it determined to get a new life determined to find peace of mind again because I know I was never like this like I definitely developed a new fella because trauma never leaves you it never leaves you it lives with you you have to learn to keep it under your control and learn to not let it control you it's not easy it took me years like, I'm 28 now. It took years. And even then, I still have times where I slip up and I act like a total monster. But, you know, you just got to put yourself around people that are understanding and want to understand you, you know, and have sympathy. But don't give you excuses, you know. Let them know that you can't. They can't, They have to remind you to not let the, let your demons be their demons, you know. Always keep you in check, and that's not wrong either. But trauma is not an easy thing to deal with. It's something you have to learn to control for yourself and learn that, you know, you don't have to live in fear. And, like, living in fear is just going to hurt you. And that's why I took a chance. The only way I could break my fear was if I left and faced another fear. And when I left, I faced everything I was fearing I had to face everything and that's how you grow and gain power for yourself because you move on you move forward for yourself because you want to be happy I wanted to be happy it was an important thing because I learned what it's like to be depressed and I didn't want to feel that no more so being happy will always always be my number one priority because I know what it's like to feel like shit. I know what it's like to feel like 
life fucking feels over. Like, I never want to feel that shit again. Ever. You know, so I just also want women to please stand up for themselves. To please speak up. To please do not put up with these, you know, bum dude shit. Please don't let a man put their hands on you and then stay with them. Please leave. Put them in jail, even if you love them. Love, some people manipulate love too, and it's not love. It's obsession. It's jealousy. It's insecurity. It's control. That's not love anymore. Stop staying with men that put their hands on you. Leave them. Put them in jail. Someone Start teaching them lessons. Stop putting up with BS. Leave. Even if you got kids, teach your kids to leave bad things. You know? My mom never stayed with someone that treated her like shit. She always left them. She always divorced them. She did not put up with it. You know? So if you know your worth, you know the number one thing is to be happy. You know? And that should be number one on any man or woman's list. And I just, you know, that's how I feel right now, you know. And I just wanted to share this story because I hope that it can help other women who have been traumatized, who have been assaulted, who have been raped, who have been abused, men or women who've been sexually assault- assaulted and, like, and know that you're not alone and you're going to get through it and you're powerful and you're gonna you're going to be happy again. Like, you just have to be determined and want that. And if you have to remove yourself so you can get peace of mind and be away from everything, then maybe that might be the best option for you. So you can understand who you are again. Because when traumatic things happen, you lose yourself. You you, you definitely lose yourself because I definitely went to this dark place for a long time and was attracting dark things. And so I finally was like, I cannot... This is, who the fuck is this? So, yeah. Just know that you're powerful and you will get through it. Trauma is not your life. You know. You will get through it. You just gotta stay positive. But, yeah. I just wanted to tell this story, you know. (sighs) Just brings so many bad memories. So much sad emotions, but I really hope this helps anyone. And uh, I just want to thank y'all for listening and tuning in. Please add me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. It's all under uh, Fella Facts. Listen to Fella Facts podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and Spotify. And you know what it is, y'all. It's Fella Facts Podcast, and uh, we ain't speaking nothing but the facts. Welcome to my podcast, this is Fella Facts, and I know you're tuning in to get your day on track, cause it's Fella, 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 Fella Facts. Welcome to my podcast, this is Fella Facts, and I know you're about to download and let them know that